Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Hi, I'm Rob Schneider. And I'm Kevin David Thomas. And this is our favorite things. <laughs> so we did not plan that. That was a little call and that response. That's nice. I like that. You. I felt like I was in church again. Uh, Happy Church Day. Oh, It's Thursday. It's not Anytime we talk about theater, it's a church day. Hey, actually, we kind of just went to church. Do you want to tell everybody who we just yeah, had lunch with? Yeah, you guys, with? we just had lunch with Peter Felicia, um, who you may remember from, uh, like, what is it, three weeks ago? Or yeah. a couple weeks ago, we, we interviewed him on our podcast, on our Monday podcast. Uh, and we he's a theater historian, writer, has got articles everywhere. He literally wrote the book on musical theater, many of them, actually. So true. Uh, check out the podcast uh, from a couple weeks ago if you want to know about him. But he has been an idol of ours since we were... Oh, we ones we. since Rob had hair. What? I just <laughs> what? went there. Oh my god! What? Can I do that? I feel um, bad, Rob. I Kevin shouldn't have said that. Me. You know, I used to wear a toupee. No, you're shut your face. I swear to God. <laughs> from the time I'm not joking. Can from you the please, time- please. I mean, with all love and respect, can you please post a picture somewhere of oh it? Oh my god! I wore. I one, I had no idea. I wore it from. <laughs> I'm being dead serious. I love you so much, from Rob. Seventeen uh-uh. to twenty-three. Sweet wounded Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, wow. I actually got a toupee before I got a driver's license. <laughs> you are laughing, my friend. And love, there is, and there is no, nothing but there love. There is no punchline. Nothing coming. but love. That's it. That is the punchline. From 17 to oh, 23, God, I Rob. wore a toupee. Wow. But I will say this, which was really cool. Yeah. It was very expensive uh, to I maintain bet. and wear. Yeah. Um, and so I was living in Los Angeles. Uh-huh. And so what they would do is, is they would have me come in <laughs> and model the toupees. I'm being de- You're laughing. I'm being dead serious. For celebrities. I can't. For celebrities? Who were interested in buying them. And I had to pitch it to the celebrity. And that they, would, give, they would give me a discount on my Who on are my some toupee. celebrities? I cannot mention any <laughs> names because they make you sign a disclosure agreement. Um, but you, I am so good at like watching a TV uh, show or a movie and being like, That's toupee. Toupe. Really? And you couldn't call them a toupee. You had to call them a unit. A unit? Yeah. Like, oh, would, that's a nice unit. Yeah, like, oh, I'm wearing my unit today. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sorry. man. That is not where but I yes, thought this I will, conversation will, was going to go at totally all. I post a photo. So, yes, okay. but going back, Peter Felicia. Well, yeah, so Peter, speaking... <laughs> Well, he's not, he's got a beautiful head of hair. Beautiful but, um, head of hair. But we had a great lunch with Peter, and we had a nice little chat about show tunes and all things that we all love. And we we were we just been always inspired by him. Yeah, and I think what would be really nice if you get the chance, reach out to somebody who inspired you. Yes, big time. Yes, send a letter. Snail mail always works. Snail mail or uh, an email yeah, just or anything. anything, just to let people know how much of a, an yeah. effect they had. Because you're right, Peter had a big effect of, on us. Big time. growing up. Yeah, and you're from West Coast, you know. Yeah, we never went to New York. And me really. in Elmira, New York, which is far, far western New York. I mean, like, oh, I didn't go to New York. I mean, like, he was my ticket in. He was it. He yeah. was really it. So I'm so happy wow. we got a chance to have lunch with him and meet with him and talk yeah. to him. And so, yeah, we'll we bring him back and we'll today. have him yeah, on the love, podcast yeah. again. But check him out. We love Peter. Mm-hmm. Somebody that we love just as much as Peter is one of our great listeners, Ray Camp. Ray Camp, I think I'm pronouncing his name correctly. Ray, I hope I'm pronouncing your name correctly because oh, you are the, amazing. The artwork, the book. Ray sent us a book. Yeah. Ray is a great podcast listener, and he sent Kevin and I a wonderful book that I encourage you all to get a copy of. The book is called The Broadway Alphabet Book. One more time, it's The Broadway Alphabet Book. I must warn you. Yeah, I, 
I'm not going to probably write excellent artwork, but I'm probably not going to give it to my nine-year-old nephew. No, it's uh, it's adult-oriented. Yes, I would say that's a good way of describing it's it. Very hysterical, very funny, very smartly done, and it's really good. You can buy it at uh, www.arthor.com. As in, that's like best little whore in, house in okay, Texas. Okay, great. Yep. Um, and it's really fun. I'm going to read one of them for you really quickly because oh. they're so they're so good. So each letter has a different musical associated with it. Love that with a hysterical illustration. And so this is C. C is for cats, and the audience often has major regrets that game show host Bob Barker didn't spay and neuter these pets. <laughs> So it's very funny. <laughs> and that's without the visual. So yes, you know, <laughs> it's and it's wonderful. So Ray, thank you so much for the book. We so so appreciate it. And yeah. everyone, go on to www.arthor.com and pick up a copy of Ray's book. They're great for Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, and if you're an atheist, they're just great for the week. <laughs> Nice. Thank you. So this is our favorite things, friends. You know the routine. We're going to each talk about one of our favorite things that maybe you don't know or each other doesn't know. And we actually don't know what each other's going to talk about before we get started. So it's no, always sir. an adventure and exciting. How exciting. Yeah. Oh, my. Actually, mine is an adventure. Oh, is it? Can I, shall I go first? Of course. Okay, here we go. So mine's a movie. Oh, 1973. Oh. Written by a wonderful, brilliant, genius man of the musical theater. And this is his first foray into writing a screenplay. He's known for writing musicals, but he's going to write his first screenplay. It, it, it isn't Sondheim. It is Stephen Sondheim. Is it? It is the only screenplay that Stephen Sondheim has well, ever written. I know he did Reds, the music to that, but that's not the this, screenplay. Did, did not, there is it? not one note of his music that appears in this movie that he wrote. Fascinating. It's Stephen Sondheim, co-written with Anthony Perkins. Oh, from how nice. Psycho. Norman Bates. And Green Willow. And Green Willow for our musical <laughs> theater fans. Everyone's like, what? The cast features Diane Cannon, mm. Raquel Welch, oh. James Mason from Lolita, oh. Richard Benjamin, James Coburn. Oh, The movie is called eh. The Last of Sheila. You got me. Really? Yeah, no, I, I I recall seeing reading that in his bi- biography, but I have n- I could not tell you what this movie's about. I you, you got me on this well, one. Well, get ready. Oh, Here buckle we go. Up. I'm buckling now, up. Now, what's so funny is is that Ray actually also reached out to us and was like, "You guys should talk about Last of Sheila." Oh yeah. And I was like, "So this is a perfect tie-in for Ray." So for those of you who don't know, Stephen Sondheim wrote one screenplay in his entire life. He was very good friends with Anthony Perkins. In fact, Anthony Perkins, who we best remember as Norman Bates from Psycho, right, um, was actually the first choice to play Bobby in Company. Oh, that's perfect. Before Dean Jones, it was right. going to be Anthony Perkins. And he wasn't uh, Evening Primrose. He wasn't Evening Primrose. Right, if you, the TV, you know, mini musical that Sondheim Which did. Which is so great. If yeah. you haven't seen it, you yeah. should watch that. And Stephen Sondheim was a huge fan of murder mystery games, or still is a huge oh, fan yeah, of murder mystery His house is full games. of them. I mean, right? they're everywhere. Yeah, old um, historic ones. And the big thing he used to do in the 60s was he would do scavenger hunt murder mysteries all around New York City Amazing. with all of his celebrity friends. So he would rent limos for everybody, and people like Jerome Robbins and Lee Remick would get into the limo, and they'd have to go all over New York City picking up these clues. And one day Herb Ross, the director and choreographer, said to him, you should see if you can make a movie out of these murder mystery games. And they came up with a wonderful movie called The Last of Sheila. And for those of you that don't know, uh, this plot is uh, James Coburn is a movie producer, and he invites a whole bunch of his friends out to celebrate or commemorate, I should say, the one-year death 
of his wife. His wife was killed by a hit-and-run driver. And when he gets everyone together, it becomes really clear that Clinton thinks that one of the people he's invited is responsible for hitting her with oh, his car. Oh, so it's a little murder mystery. It is kind a of... wonderful murder mystery. And what you think, this is the really cool thing about the movie. I'm not going to give anything away because okay. like spoilers are plenty. You think that the movie's going to be about who killed his wife. You can figure that out within two minutes. There's a deeper, bigger, greater mystery in this movie. And I will not tell you what it is. <laughs> I was but say, you must... Why did Sondheim write a movie that. <laughs> it is so good. Yeah. And there were rumors that him and Anthony Perkins were going to write more murder yeah. mysteries. And for some reason, they just never did it. The, sc- the filming was really complicated because Raquel Welch was in it. And apparently, she was not the greatest person. Ah, to work with. Interesting. Uh, and they said it was very, very, very difficult to work with her. And they said that oftentimes you would see furniture go flying out of her dressing room <laughs> or she would throw something at a crew guy. But the movie is called The Last of Sheila. You must watch it. And I'm going to give you all a clue because it was on the movie Ooh. poster. The answer is in the title. What the movie's the deeper meaning of the movie. The Last of Sheila. So as you watch the movie. So it's about a chorus line. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> it's the Last of Sheila. Yeah. Is she the one who gives. She was like the sassy the real one. Sassy you know? look. Yeah, she's she, like the, no, but is she the one at the end of a chorus line? Like after he dismisses everyone, she thinks she's going to get the job. Yeah, you know what I've always hand wanted on to hip. See? That she one. puts her hand on her hip. For yeah. those who don't know chorus line. Deidre Goodwin the in the revival. Oh, Deidre Goodwin, whom we teach with, which I love because you see Deidre and she would give him the look mm-hmm. and she would just walk from stage right to stage left and was yeah. so powerful. And then I realized if they're doing that like at the Muni, where the stage is incredibly wide, good luck. Sheila's going to be walking for about four or five <laughs> minutes in dead silence. Sorry, it's very like Kabuki. <laughs> Just staring at Zach as she walks from stage the, the right to stage, field to stage the left. The football field to stage left. Yeah, totally. Oh, my God. Um, Last so my, of Sheila. Okay, there's a mystery in the title alone. Last of Sheila, there is a clue. Isn't that like Sondheim to do that? You know? And so when you, when, you, when you get to the end of the movie and you realize what the title has meant the entire time, you literally hit yourself in the head. So really, you've not only given us a favorite thing, but you've given us a little mystery on top of it all. A little mystery yeah. on top of the favorite thing. Mm. So everyone, Last of Sheila, I think it's available on Amazon, and it is wonderful. Oh, I wonderful. Dig that. Kevin, all right. What's yours? I'm taking us. I'm taking us down a Broadway path, but it's also a very popular path. So a lot of uh, a lot of people know this TV show, oh. and this TV show is a I would say a good friend to Broadway. In that this TV show takes a lot of inspiration when they do little um, little sidecar uh, tidbits, um, and they they take their little inspiration from Broadway. It's a cartoon TV show. Is you, it? Family Guy? It is Family Guy. Do we have any Family Guy watchers out there? I mean, this show's been on for years and years. It's got the little Stewie with the little football head (laughs) kid, you know, Stewie. Do you know who his voice is based on? Well, no, who? He based it on Rex Harrison. This is uh, Seth MacFarlane who made the series. Uh, He based it on Rex... It's supposed to be Rex Harrison. Brilliant. From My Fair Lady. See, that's my favorite thing. You've already... That's amazing. So I'm I'm fascinated with this show because they oftentimes... You know, if you watch the show, you know that it's definitely adult humor. And you know that they often will have a little... They will go off on tangents left and right all the time. Sometimes for no reason, you'll just see Conway Twitty singing a song. But one of my favorite things they do... (laughs) is that they do these send-up Broadway full production, you know, songs and and, and scenes and all of that. Uh, And so they have original numbers that they do, like Bag of Weed. That's a funny song. But one of my favorite, favorite, favorite things that they've ever done is Herb the perv. You know, he's the guy down the street who's obsessed with Chris the son. He's like, you know, the the pervert down the street. So they they do Somewhere That's Green. (laughs) 
they do somewhere that's green and herb is in drag playing the ellen green playing audrey and chris is 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 seymour and but here's the cool thing you have to google the, uh, youtube it or whatever it is there someone has posted the original movie version and the cartoon version and i am not kidding you when i say it is shot for shot identical so when you know when 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 <laughs> when audrey when they start and uh, you know he's mowing the lawn and audrey's like inside it's chris mowing the lawn and then he hears the dog and he goes to the dog i mean it's it is and, and it's amazing because they really copied exactly what the movie is and and but you know perb the perv has this like ugly nose and he's so creepy looking but he's he's got blush on and he's like he looks great i mean it's the only time we really see the softer side of herb the perv um <laughs> <laughs> um, and but I'm fascinated with the the fact that they they didn't try to just create their own version that they really no, truly no. honored what the movie is and the relationship involved there. Um, so that's one example of their uh, throw up to Broadway. But the other one is if you remember, there's a Gene Kelly movie called Anchors Away from 1945, and he dances with Jerry Mouse, like of Tom and Jerry. And it's like, it's really cool at the time. And can you imagine 1945 going to the movie theater and seeing like a cartoon and seeing Gene Kelly dancing with it? Well, they insert Stewie as, as the mouse. So Stewie does an entire dance number with Gene Kelly original choreography of course um and i don't know i love them both i think that they're both really fun and really silly and stupid you can look them up on youtube i would type in uh i don't know family guy gene kelly and you'll find oh, it you'll find and then also find type in um family guy um uh somewhere that's green and you'll you'll see these two clips among many many others i mean there's so many that i could talk about but those truly are my my favorites you're right he loves they are very good to broadway on that show and i would like to say seth mcfarland write us a broadway musical Please. like why don't you come like let's just see what you got you know there were rumors that he was going to come do the music man and he was going to be harold hill <laughs> oh really in the music man and i think that would be so oh that's fascinating wonderful did you ever see the family guy episode it's where lois works at a community theater they, the guy who always did all the shows at the community theater has finally died right and the last show he did was miss saigon <laughs> but he would play all the he would cast himself in the lead role right and so classic they were, so they, they were doing his obit they were doing his uh, thing on on the news and they were like and so you know joe smith has died today and you might remember him he's worked at the community theater for 80 years his last performance was miss saigon and it's literally this old guy in a kimono no. and a black wig and he goes la 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 miss saigon la 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 chinese people la 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 miss saigon <laughs> it's not even chinese <laughs> <laughs> That's also a great oh, episode. I love the, the family the King and guy. I episode. Oh, it's so good. So okay, so last of Sheila. There's a clue in that title. Oh, I'm gonna. I I gotta see this movie. Well, now I want to watch some Family Guy. I know it's good. Check out Family Guy too, you guys. I mean, I'm sure a lot of you watch it, but if you don't, at least look at some of the Broadway clips because they're pretty funny. They're pretty genius. He's a genius. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. All right, I gotta go sell some more toupees <laughs> or units, I should say. Oh, I'll talk to you all soon. That's a unit. These are a few of my favorite things. These are a few of my favorite things. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work 
or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R E R I S E T H E A T R E dot org because only together we rise. <laughs> 